Today's reading from Luke's Gospel continues in Luke chapter 9, verses 12 through 27. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and the two fish, unless we are able to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. And he said to his disciples, Make them set down in groups of about 50. And then they did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And all ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up, twelve baskets of broken pieces. Once when Jesus was praying alone with his disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowd say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist. But others, Elijah, and still others, that one of the ancient prophets has arisen. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Messiah of God. He sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, The Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to them all, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit them if they gain the whole world but lose or forfeit themselves? Those who are ashamed of me and my words, of them the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. In today's reading, Herod's question gets an answer here in Luke. We ended the reading yesterday with Herod asking, who is this about whom I hear such things? Today, that question gets an answer. Jesus feeds the 5,000 men, plus the others who are gathered. Is this the fulfillment of God feeding the Israelites in the wilderness? The story from Exodus 16. Or is it the culmination of Elisha's work of feeding 100 men with very little food? 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 42. Or is this the kingdom of God, which Jesus has been preaching and doing through his mission. The question is being answered as Jesus reveals his identity as God's Messiah. In taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute among the people. Verse 16. He took, he blessed, he broke, he gave. The same formula of verbs that we will find in the Last Supper. After the Feast of 
Feeding 5,000 men plus women and children, Jesus went with his disciples to pray. During their prayers, Jesus asked his disciples this question, the question that was on Herod's mind. Who do the crowd say that I am? The disciples responded, some say that you are John the Baptist, back from the dead. Others say you are one of the ancient prophets who has come back to life. Then Jesus asked the twelve, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, the Messiah of God. And as the spokesman, we can assume that Peter speaks for the twelve, because Jesus orders them all not to tell anyone, for he must first instruct his followers on what this role and this authority will mean for him, what it means for him to be the Messiah of God, his role and authority, and what it will mean for them, his followers, his disciples. God's mission for the Messiah will not conform to anyone else's plan. God's mission for the Messiah is God's plan. After his resurrection, Jesus will show his disciples from scripture why it was necessary for the Son of Man to suffer and die. And this is perhaps the most demanding question, not who is this Jesus that we have heard so much about, but why, why was it necessary that the Son of Man must suffer be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised from the dead. Why was it necessary? The necessity of suffering applies to the disciples as well as Jesus. When Jesus called them, they followed Jesus in verse 11 of chapter 5. Now those who want to become my followers, Jesus says, must deny themselves and take up their crosses daily and follow me. One must be willing to accept death and reproach like those who are crucified. We must be prepared to live like condemned men and women. This paradox about saving one's life but losing it is to challenge those who think first of themselves and their security. To be ashamed of Jesus and his words, his teachings, means to shame him rather than to honor him. Let me say that again. To be ashamed of Jesus and his words means to shame him and his words rather than to honor him and honor his words. When we seek to maintain our place of honor within a culture that rejects Jesus' claims, we shame him. Scholars help us to see that in the early Christian circles, one of the ways to understand verse 27 was in respect to that which comes immediately after this reading for today, the transfiguration. That verse says, some standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Uh, we could say that the kingdom of God has begun to be revealed, but one of the early Christian interpretations was that the, king, the, the, the reference in verse 27 was actually about the transfiguration, 
where the disciples will get a glimpse of Jesus with Moses and Elijah, these great prophets that people have thought he was. But they will see that not only is he the fulfillment of these prophets, but that he is much more as the Messiah of God. As we reflect on these words for today, one of the things that comes clear to me is that this is about Jesus's identity as the Messiah and the necessity of God sending the Messiah for our sake, for your sake and for mine. That is the good news here, that Jesus came out of necessity for you. May God bless your reflection on this devotion. May God bless your day.